Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Love them every trash, CMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh, yes. A day that many say has no feel, the Wednesday, but it is the hump day, which means it's the stump day. Stump Rothenberg coming your way at 745 this morning. Today's the 21st of February, 2024. Rick still on his luxurious vacation, which pleases me in some ways because I get to have another day with my dear friend, Dan Grasso. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, sir. How are oh, you? Oh, you are you are chipper today, aren't you? Oh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Shouldn't we be? Isn't that is that because of the Rangers' performance last night? No, but isn't it funny? A couple of days ago, you're talking about boy, Igor can't stop a beach ball. What's going on? Igor's got to play better. I think Igor played okay last night. What do you think? Uh he was unbelievable. He's good. Well, you know what? Here's what I said. And and in fairness to me, mm-hmm. I think you need to at least slow your roll a little bit. I said the reason I was so upset with his performance the other night is because outside of that game against Calgary and the game prior, he had not been good. If that if that outdoor game was like a standalone, he wasn't good, I would have been remotely concerned. But he has not been good for a while now. I hear you. And look, it's it's well documented. But if you want to separate yourself from the goaltender, how about the team itself? I mean, remember right before the break... How it was like the sky is falling and maybe the Rangers aren't all that we thought that they yep. were going to be. Well, I would say that they've righted the ship pretty well, collectively. I, I would I would agree with you. Uh, Rangers, I, I actually thought last night with the way Shesterkin played and the entire team what was one of the best performances we've seen of late. And that's with an eight-game winning streak happening. I thought the Rangers were excellent last night. Yeah, and, and look, Dallas is a good team. And look, Dallas played Monday afternoon. They had right. a, a long shootout against Boston. So, But I mean, not that it was heavy travel, but that's still a good victory. And to shake off the emotional high of that win on Sunday and to bounce back and get a good victory, not what the Devils did last night down in Washington, because I guess the Devils felt that they won the Stanley Cup on Saturday night because they didn't show up last night in D.C., that's for sure. No, Islanders got a big two points uh, over time against Pittsburgh. So yeah, two locals winning, one losing. Rangers, uh, they, they are really hitting their stride. We'll see what they do as the uh, the trade deadline. We're about, what, two weeks away, right? March 8th, I believe. How do you feel about that, by the way? Because it's like, it, it's obnoxiously late in the season compared to like the late. NBA trade deadline. Well, I, I think I like, you know what deadline I'd like to see moved back? Is Baseball. The NFL. Oh, the, the NFL. The, yeah. The, yeah, the NFL. It's like, NFL feels, now I think they have moved it back, but they I'd, have. Like to see, I, I'd like to see it even later because... I'd like to see more teams kind of have an idea of, of if they really want to go all in or not. It was obnoxiously early, and now it's okay. 
I'd love to see it pushed back, but I do agree with you. I'd like to see baseball pushed back a little bit, too. Well, the thing is also, with the NFL, you just don't get a lot of trades to begin with. So I don't know, even if you moved it back a couple of weeks, that is that going to increase the frequency of the trades? I'm not so sure. Yeah, may- maybe not. I don't know. It used to be It used to be to the point where it was, was it like week five or six at one point. Yeah, it was very early. Well, that very makes no early. sense. Makes no sense. So... We have a lot to do today. Are you excited to be here for a live edition of Stump Rothenberg? Well, I've done it before. Well, I know, but it's exciting. Um, well, I didn't sleep great last night. I don't know if we could be attributed to the Stump Rothenberg, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready to rock and oh, roll. No. Are you kidding me? What, what, do you, what do you think happened? No, I was very surprised last night because I thought I settled into the... Because it, it's a change. You know that. When oh, you, all of a sudden, you, you got to wake up at the butt crack of dawn like you think it's settled in. I, was, I slept great. The previous night, last okay. night, could not sleep to save my life. So, you're, are you on no sleep? No, I'm on a couple, like a couple of hours. How do you think this affects your performance for the big brunch tomorrow after the show? No, I think we'll be fine tomorrow because I've been looking forward to that thing since like last week. I'm ready. To, I can't. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to order. I, I have some very. We're going to get to the Aaron Judge story and Saquon and and the Jets and all sorts of stuff. I, I have some very very. I I find to be troubling news about the brunch tomorrow. Is it the one that I think that? We were just talking about a little while ago, or no? Well, that somebody might not show up to the brunch. Yeah, that, that, it, it changes the whole complexion of the of the event. I'll tell you how it changes the brunch for me. Because mm-hmm. the person, that I think we, we can say it, and we will in a moment. He's the, person, the, he's the straw that stirs the drink, basically. Here, here's the issue for me. Yeah. I, I'm an acquired taste. You'd say that, right? There are some that don't care for me, and, and, and many do. Some don't, right? I, uh, to say the least. Have yeah. you done yes. crack? Yeah, thank you. This person is, is, he's my best audience. Mm-hmm. I, I know if RJ is at any event, I at least have one person that I have somehow sold, likes me, laughs at my jokes. Does he and have ED? RJ oh, li- so clever. Look little under the weather now. Not 100% sure he's going to come to the brunch tomorrow. If he doesn't, it A, stresses me out quite a bit. Yeah. B, he's my producer, so I rely on him for almost everything. And, and C... I, I don't know that my brand of comedy flies the same if RJ is not there. Well, the thing is, too, it, it, remember, last, what I was going to say last week, yesterday, you know, we had that exchange before the show where he wasn't very talkative, right. and I thought it was maybe something directed at me, like, did I do something wrong? And he, ne- because he's such a good guy, he didn't want to lay the burden of his issues on me, so he didn't even mention anything about this. But today, when I got here, went in, and we had our little pre-show just hanging out, chatting, you know what? That's when he told me that he wasn't feeling 100%. So then I immediately almost had like a burden of guilt on my shoulders. Like, wow, I was expecting more from him yesterday, but he was giving me all he could possibly give. Right. And that's the thing. Now, I, I do. I mean, you have to tell there's nothing wrong with telling people, hey, yeah. I'm, not feeling, I'm not feeling well. Instead of you know suffering in silence like it seems RJ has been doing for the last 48 Suffering hours. in silence. I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, why? I mean, we're, I think we're a caring group. I think I can be caring. Raymond's certainly caring. You're caring. If you're not feeling well or things are not as they should be, why not tell us and we can help as a team maybe remedy that a little bit? RJ? Uh, good morning, by the way. Good morning. Um, I mean, what's the old Jeter line? If I'm out there, I'm healthy. So that's what I'm going on. Yesterday, that was no excuse for me if Dan did not feel welcome. Got here nice and early. And it's a bad job by me for not creating that. No, it's not a bad job. I just, culture. I, I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. That's all. Everything is okay, and I'm. I would say I'm 
mostly okay. But well, here's, here's, what, what's bothering you? What, what goes to tell us, RJ? What what ails you? No, we just, need to just, know? just a little cold. But here here's what I would say: Is it COVID? No, <laughs> I, I, I I took two tests and it is not. Okay. Here's what I would say though: the nature of what we do, we are all pretty separated. Yes. We can all be pretty far apart, like you two in the studio and me and Ray, we're all... And this is what makes him so great, by the way, Dave, so, as a person. So I, I feel I, you know, I, I, I can be here and we're all good and I'm ready to roll as always. But, but we bring in the diner setup and the structure of how we'll be sitting. Now we're all bunched up. All right, all here's, here's my question for you. You potentially not going for the brunch tomorrow is more... You don't think you'll feel well and and don't want to battle through the brunch, or you're thinking about our well-being yeah. and maybe you shouldn't attend the brunch. Oh, I would happily go to the brunch, but I, you want me to sign a waiver? I'd like you at the brunch. But here's the thing, though. There, I mean, it is grown. When I heard yesterday, it was growing. I mean, it, it, it's scaling tenfold yeah. by the day. Yeah, it's it, it, I, and I expected this. Well, Dave, here's the thing, and this is what, what got me thinking because we care so much about this individual period. If he can't make it, like if he feels he has to take one for the team, if he can't make it, yeah. is his absence cancellation worthy for the meal? No. 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 All, RJ, many times, number one star of the show. Mm-hmm. He's great to hang out with. He's great to socialize with. He, he's easy to be with. He's a, a great person to break bread with, literally. But I don't, I don't think, I mean... How often do we do we have the opportunity to include you in one of the post-show lunches? Well, that's lunches? what it is. I mean, I know that I'm the star of the show essentially tomorrow, so you want me to be a part of it, but yeah. I care so much about him that I don't want – it wouldn't be the same if he wasn't a part of it. You. I, I, I think, you know what? If uh, Ryan Lindgren is hurt and can't play, does it mean that Adam Fox doesn't play? Yeah, but no. Ryan Lindgren, even if he takes a puck to the face, he could it's still like worst worst example uh, 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 a bacon and egg sandwich in his mouth, couldn't he? You know what, RJB, Ryan Lindgren? I mean, I'm happy to, but here's a problem. What if now all of you spend the weekend with a little cold also? You don't, don't want that. that. You don't want that. Yeah, but if we're going to catch, I mean, you, you say you're not with us and you're not sitting on our laps as we do the show, but it's not like we're not in the same airspace. I mean, but we're fairly separated. Yeah, but you, you know when you pop in during the breaks and... I try you, to sit and stay in my, my corner. Has it been confirmed, by the way, the location? You don't obviously have to say it, but do, do we have an I, idea I, of where I it is? I think we all kind of know where I, we're going. I think going. the place we went to last time was, was very nice. What, very you mean for, for Ray's birthday or the yes. place that we went to like the last time I was with you? And we uh, went I'm fine to- with either. I think the place that we went to when you were included last time is not as great for larger parties. Well, that, but- that that's what I was getting at because I was literally sitting on a chair in the aisle, like not even like part of the table well, because look, we look, had so many. Look, the place we went to for my birthday gathering was kind of small in and of itself, but it feels... Uh, it feels more and cozy. It was homey. So it, was it, homey. it could accommodate homey. more That's people. Is what you're That's saying. a good word. It has a nice back table. Okay. A, now we did run into an issue with a very nasty patron last time. Yeah, but oh, yeah. the chances are they won't be there. Now, you, you would hope not. What was the issue? I didn't hear about this. We we took a photo after because we. I mean, oh, I remember the photo. We, yeah. Yeah, there was a woman like like right next to Rick in the photo who, I think they were, I think they were troubled people. To be honest with you. The, the boyfriend or, or husband or whatever looked like he was coming off uh, quite a time, um, quite a time. Yeah, and wearing like heavy sunglasses inside, and they were very nasty. Oh, I, this is disgusting that you're taking a picture and you're in you're in my you know in my airspace here and move out of the way. What's locals the are out of towners. It was really it was very very uncomfortable. Probably locals. Yeah, 
Very angry. Yeah, very angry. But the reason I put it out there today, because if I bring it up tomorrow, I mean, hopefully I just feel better It's a, and it's a, a non-story. But if I don't, I bring it up tomorrow, looks like a cop-out. And I, I don't want that. But you don't have a history of being a cop-out guy. So even if that happened, I wouldn't put that on you. Yeah, but I think Dave might wonder, like, oh, we didn't hear about this all week, and now we get to Thursday, and now you're, now you're out. No, I, I'm not. I'm not judging you. I'm not questioning you. I think you're a warrior, and if you can't make it, I would understand. Although I'd be very hurt. Speaking right. of, um, speaking of a warrior. Speaking of someone trying to battle through injury. Now it's not the same because mm-hmm. RJ sounds upper respiratory, and Aaron judges is more toe. But <laughs> it is t- not more toe. It more, is m- more toe. toe. How, how big do you? How big do you think Aaron judges toes are? <sighs> you think those are like like enormous toes? They got to be right. Yeah, right. Like his big toe is the size of like my hand. I mean, he's a he's a huge individual, and and there's a quote from yesterday, which I got to be honest with you, is confusing and a little bit troublesome. Would Would you like me to read you the quote, RJ? We don't have the sound of that, do we? Is that only in in written form? I think so. Okay. Here, here you ready for this, Dan? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. He says, "Quote." Uh, uh, as far as the uh, alleged toe is concerned, he says it's going to be, I think, a constant maintenance, I think, for the rest of my career. Yeah. I mean, let's not bury the lead here. That That is a monster story that needs discussion. I, I said to RJ when I came in this morning, one of the first things, like, I'm shocked that that didn't make more news yesterday because – the best player clearly on your team, one of the best players in baseball, who missed a chunk of the season last year because of a freak injury with the toe, with the toe he comes out and says, oh, yeah, this is something that's going to have to be you know, dealt with for the rest of my career. Oh, you mean the same career, at least with the Yankees, that's, what, another eight years or whatever it is for how many millions of dollars? What? So essentially, if this is going to impact his production, Dave, you mean to tell me that you're not going to maybe get the same production as the guy you thought you were paying out $360 million to? Well, I mean, listen, it's a long time. And I think he, if anybody can manage it, it, it would be him. And I think that he will push through it. But, yeah, no, I have, I have real concerns. And, and here's a question that is brought to my attention that I think is fair. What, why did we not fix this? Like, you heard about surgery was a possibility to shut him down for the year last season. Right. So if it was a possibility during the year, which fell apart in enormous ways, why would in September... When the season was, you know, you were done, you had punted on it, or even October when you got through the season, why was, was he not undergoing surgery at that point? That's a tremendous question. I don't have the answer because you would think at the very least, uh, mission number one, as soon as the season ended, get that toe fixed. Right. Now, was it the medical team of the Yankees that said, you know what, Aaron, I don't think you're going to need surgery. I think a little R&R, put your feet up, elevate it, and you're not going to have to worry about that toe again. Or did he just choose not to? And I'm sure, look, Aaron Boone probably meets the media today. I'm sure that has to be question one, two, three, and six as to why didn't he get this thing taken care of. Well, well here would be my question as well. And, and I think this is fair. Sometimes you have an injury, which they say if you have surgery on this, they're not going to do anything for it. Like, if you're going to have surgery, but it's not really going to help remedy the situation. Is it surgery solely to have surgery? Like, I'd like to know more before I criticize, but I'll tell you this. If, if, Doctors really believe that a surgery would have helped buoy him to be a healthier version of himself moving forward. What in the world are the Yankees doing? Well, I mean, it's a ligament, right? So we now have Tommy John surgery to fix ligaments in pitchers' elbows. You mean to tell me we can't fix a ligament in a toe? I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Like, it's, it's not my area of expertise. I don't know. But 
if if that's the case, if he could have had surgery and helped remedy what ails him, what are you what are you doing? This just if you're a Yankee fan, this has to be concerning. Has to be concerning because this isn't just about 2024, Dave. It's about the remainder of this guy's contract. I mean, he is supposed to be the guy for the next several years for this baseball team. And if you're going to get any sort of a diminished version, well, that calls into question a lot of things, don't you feel? Well, I also feel like he's not getting younger. Right. Right. I mean, he, and, and let's be fair. This, this is a guy that is is freakishly big. You know, he, he's not Jose Altuve where you're like it's it's easy to manage him. He's he's as big a baseball player as pretty much you've ever seen. And I'm not comparing him to Stanton, who's also freakishly big. But Stanton is always hurt. Yeah. So, again, I don't want to raise the panic flag. But I think there's reason to at least be very aware that this, I mean, he said it. I'm not making it up. Like, my intent was not, let's lead the show with this today because I'm a Mets fan and I don't care for the Yankees. My concern was we're going to do a lot of football, a little bit of Yankees. But I thought this line is it's going to be a constant maintenance for the rest of my career is certainly conversation worthy. That should have been back page news. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You're very pro-nap. Very pro nap, but probably I didn't take the nap as long as I wanted to yesterday because I needed to get a haircut in the afternoon, so I took care of that. I got a haircut too yesterday. Really? Yes. For the brunch. Uh, yeah. I have so you can look good for the brunch after the show today that I have to take care of. But yes, for the brunch as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you got to fit it in, right? So yeah, we did that, and I, I was just going to keep the same routine as I did the night before, and it worked well for me in terms of getting sleep. But it's just one of those like I got in bed and couldn't fall asleep. It didn't take. Yeah. Didn't take. No, I, I understand. Um. Here's Aaron Judge. RJ said we didn't have the audio, uh, but we do have the audio. Here is one Aaron Judge on 
that big toe. Yeah, it's just going to be, a, I think, a constant maintenance, I think, the rest of my career. It's just something, anything with injuries like that, you just got to stay on top of it so it doesn't doesn't flare up again or something doesn't happen again. So we're feeling good right now. We're out there. We're moving. We're grooving. So we're going to try to keep it that way. Yeah, but no, no, no. You suffered injury. I think the assumption is that it's going to get better and you won't have to manage it for the rest of your career. Right. Get it taken care of. And, and look, I, I, maybe we're jumping to conclusions here, but this is what we do. When you think about the future down the road, like, God forbid, God forbid, if this turns into a situation where you have another Giancarlo Stanton issue on your hands, because, like, the Stanton that the Yankees thought they were getting once upon a time was a guy who was, what, the reigning MVP, maybe the best power hitter in all of baseball, and it's just been, like, one ailment after another since he put on pinstripes. Now, is that going to be Aaron Judge over the next seven years? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think that's fair to say, but this was, this was very eye-opening, I would say. Very. Absolutely. And, and again, the thing we keep coming back to, and we don't have the answers yet, why is this something that was not taken care of either in the offseason or late last season with the toe to where now this is something he's going to have to manage? Right. Now, I, I, have, I have multiple questions. Like, if I'm a reporter there today down in Tampa, I, I, have, I have a few questions. One is, okay, it's, it's still some, you would say it's still some semblance of an issue, right? Correct. Okay. Are we past a window where you can have surgery? Or can you manage it this year, get to next offseason, and then tear, take care of it then? Is it a, and again, I don't know the answers. Is this a 10 month rehab where if he would have had the surgery in September or October, now he would have missed the first couple of months of this season, right? And I want to know maybe originally they thought if he has the surgery, it's really not going to do anything, so I put the guy under the knife. Those would be my questions today. The only thing that I see here, like I'm just trying to do some digging back to last year, right? Aaron Boone said this was as of September the 26th. So what was that, like a week left in the baseball season? Right. Aaron Judge is not expected to need off-season surgery on his right big toe. Okay, so fast forward to February the 21st, and his toe is still an issue. So if he wasn't expected to need surgery, that wasn't Aaron Judge declined to have surgery. Was he advised that he that was something that he was not going to have to do? Uh, again, we don't know. We'd like to find out more. Maybe the Mets team doctors got involved, and they and they... Screwed the pooch on this thing here. Yeah, they're not known for exactly well-being, are they? Uh, no. No. No, no, they're really not. They're, they're really not. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, here, here's what I'll say about the story. I'd like to know more. That You know, it's hard to destroy them or, or overly criticize without having some of the answers here, but I have real questions. And I, I think that, that if you're Aaron Judge, you have kind of set things up so that your manager, who you said is speaking later today, has some legitimate questions to answer. Here's the actual quote from Boone. Okay, this is, again, back to that September 26th, 27th. Um, I think he's in a pretty good spot heading into the winter. My understanding is no. I've kind of felt that way for a while. Talking about surgery, surgery of course. Right. Uh, there's been a steady improvement all the time, which has been encouraging. Um, and that's all I got with the quotes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, RJ, you're the Yankees fan. Raymond, you're the Yankees fan. R, RJ, does this give you pause for concern, or is this two Mets fans that are making something that's really not there? No, it's a ton of concern. It's got nothing to do with what team you root for. I mean, well, we could no, be Milwaukee Brewers fans. Dan, you can be jaded by your fandom, and I want to take a step back and allow a Yankees fan to give his take. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's a lot of concern. I mean, we, we played audio, what, last week, two weeks ago, of Buck Showalter saying he was told when... Brandon Nimmo 
hit a double or scored unbelievable. scored from first base, that was too much running. Yeah. So those are the kind of guys that have infiltrated baseball. What does manage mean? Does that mean DH days? Does that mean sit altogether? And is that what you want for a guy that you're paying all that money to? In year well, two, by the way. Year two. Well, you need to keep him healthy. Right. I mean, that's got to be your number one priority. So and, if it means that he's got a DH once a week, if it means that he's got to get a week, uh, a day off every 10 days, I mean, yeah, you, yeah you, you need, but I think you need to manage him anyway. And oh, by the way, wasn't once upon a time, remember the knock on Aaron Judge was, was that he was getting hurt all the time and he wasn't maybe the best candidate to give a long-term contract to. Remember that was an issue a few years ago? Uh, absolutely. So you're going to go from you're concerned about health, the toe's still potentially a problem or kind of in a gray area to we're going to we're going to trot the guy out to center field now a bunch? Yeah, we don't have to do too much moving around in center field, right? I mean, it just it doesn't it doesn't add up. No, it doesn't at all. You're not paying a DH $360 million. And if that's like the best he's going to be for you potentially down the, in a couple of years, if, if, if the toe just somehow never gets back to normal and if it's going to impact the way that he goes out there and plays the field, swings the bat, whatever, that is a disaster. Now, and again, we're jumping to conclusions. I get it. But you can't feel good about this if you're a Yankee fan. There's no way. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of questions, and I think that you opened up Pandora's box if you're uh, if you're Aaron Judge yesterday. And again, I don't think you did anything wrong. Like if you're just giving us an honest answer, but at least I I was surprised by this. Like I thought when he was asked about the toe, how's the toe feeling? You would have gotten like, oh, you know what? Not issue, hundred percent. Let's roll. Not yeah. This is something that for the rest of my career we're going to really have to kind of keep a close eye on. Right. I mean, and again, unless you tell me. And we don't know this, but unless you're going to tell me from a medical expert standpoint that surgery would not fix this thing, then to me there's no rhyme or reason why you didn't get it taken care of. How about if it would if he would have missed the first six weeks of this season? You do it. You do it. Yeah. Six weeks? Who cares? It's baseball. They play 162 games. Six weeks is nothing. Yeah, no, it really is. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to find the other side to this. Other side? I don't know that there is another side. Yeah, you know what? I, as, as, as a talk show host, as a journalist, I like to take a step back and look big picture sometimes. Well, look at it this way. What did we talk about so much yesterday about the Yankees, the concerns heading into the season with the starting rotation, right? Like right, all absolutely. the question marks, not named Garrett Cole. But we thought that the offense would certainly be formidable enough to where that would alleviate some of those concerns you have with the staff. Well, if you have less than 100% of an Aaron Judge... Doesn't the rest of that lineup take a hit? Because if he's not going to be as feared in that lineup, whether he's batting second, whether he's batting third, who the hell cares? Well, that doesn't take everybody else down a notch, including Juan Soto, who may be in his only season in pinstripes? Absolutely it does. Now, let me let me ask you this. Do, are you under the impression, and we, we don't know the answer. We're throwing it out here years in advance, potentially. Are you under the impression that the last, I don't know, two, three years of the Aaron Judge deal, you're going to be like, ugh, we got to endure Aaron Judge? Or do you, do you expect him to be really good throughout? I don't think that the last two, three years of that deal, he's going to be somebody who's worth $40 million a year. No, because he's going to be 38, 39 years old. Managing his toe. Managing the toe. And I guarantee you that there probably will be an injury or two that pops up between now and then. I mean, he's just too big. The size of Aaron Judge does not make you think that he's going to play 155 games every year for the right. next eight years. I mean, and I'm not trying to compare players or whatever, but wasn't that the knock on Giancarlo Stanton is that he was too big. He was too chiseled. He was he was too uh, imposing a figure. And he had to slim down for this season to become a little bit more flexible, get some more mobility, be a baseball player. I'm not saying Judge has to do the same, but he plays a very physical style of baseball, too, out there. You know who's very annoyed with us right now? Very annoyed. If you get if you got it, I'd be very impressed. 
Brian Cashman. Brittany Nord. <laughs> she's, why are you laughing? He's expecting me to know who she was. Yeah, no, uh, I have no idea who she is, but she she's, seems like a nice lady. And she sent in a tweet. She mm-hmm. said, I'm so sick of this. Mm-hmm. It's like the media is trying to make a story out of nothing. No, Now, Brittany, that's not fair. If if he didn't say it was going to be something that had to be managed for the rest of his career, would we be talking about it this morning? The answer to that is unequivocally, of course not. You gave a guy eight years, $360 million, coming off of an MVP season because you thought that he was one of the best players in baseball. Now you're telling me after one year of the contract that he has an issue with a toe that is, according to him, something that he will have to manage the remainder of his career, which still has seven more years and a lot of money still on that contract, which is also, by the way, going to stand in the way of the team maybe making big blockbuster moves down the road because of that contract. Yeah, I would say that that's a little bit concerning. Uh, yeah, I think so as well. And again, Brittany, this is not us. This is not the media yeah. that's making this into a story. This is Aaron Judge sem- said something which we deem story worthy. Now, you can have your opinion and you can call us at 800-919-3776. Anybody say this, this is a non-issue, but to both of us and we're independent thinkers. So the two separate, somewhat intelligent people and RJ as well, who's a Yankees fan, all agree that this is at least something worthy of discussion. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I felt very old last night. But not this morning. Uh, No, not this morning. Okay. I went out for dinner last night with a friend of mine. Where'd you go? Uh, you would know it. A local restaurant. What kind of us. food, though, I'm saying? Uh, I, kind of an eclectic fare, like an American flavor to it. American uh, cuisine? Yeah, I guess. I, yeah. Mean, I had, I had a, a salad as an appetizer, and I had the uh, seared tuna. How was that? It was delicious. Was it really? It was, uh, just just delicious. Um, Is that like your seafood choice to go? No. no. I, mean, I, I adore seafood. Big big fan of shrimp. Big shrimp guy? Big shrimp guy. Um, what did, sword, what did, what did the friend fish? have? Uh, he had a, a burger. 
Interesting. He also had a salad and he had a burger. But you're you're, you're burying kind of the lead here. Mm-hmm. I'm I trying realize. to get the full feel. That's all. Okay, so, so tell me when you feel like you have. So I had a, a an iced, an unsweetened iced tea is my beverage of choice. Okay. Um, we sat at a table for four, but it was only the two of us. Now, did you ask for that? Because a lot of places are a little sketchy about giving the no. table of four up for two no. people. No, I made the reservation on open table. We arrived. They brought us over and, and sat us, and they said, are you waiting for two more? And we said, no. And they said, okay, we'll have a great dinner. Nice. Maybe because so, you get a break there because it was a Tuesday night, not a busy. It went, but it wasn't not busy. They had like some there, people. There were people there. How else can I paint the picture for you so you feel like you're, you're, you're ready for I'm it? The, I'm there. I, it felt like I was there. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, guess what time we had dinner? Kind of busy. 5.30? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock dinner. Dan, oh. that's that's what old people do. Not really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. We sat and we, we broke bread at 6. I was home at 7.42. Yeah, but it's home. a weeknight. What time do you usually eat dinner? Well, um, it can be later than that. I don't know. I, ju- I just felt like... I mean, I might as well next stop Del Boca Vista. Nah, like, see, I think you're being too hard. If, if you're home, if you're home on a weeknight, like dinner to me is generally, if if, if you don't have anything to do, dinner is probably going to be consumed sometime in the six o'clock hour. So no. you're right on par. Yeah. No, no. You think it should be later? Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to be a 7.30 dinner guy. But if you eat dinner at 7.30, think about it. Games are already underway. Everything's starting. So then dinner is over. What, do you like go to bed like five minutes after no, you consume no. the food? D- dinner, 7.30. You're done by a couple minutes after 8. You do some dishes. You wipe down the table. By 8.25, now you go on into the TV room and, and you recline and you watch the games yeah. for the rest of the night. But then if you want like a dessert, for example, then that's going to be sitting on you. Then you go to bed. You give yourself more of a cushion well, when, when you I eat earlier. When I have a Bavarian cream pie for dessert, it would be like a like a you know a bowl of fruit or or like a a, a thinning ice cream sandwich or something like that. I had a nice dessert last night. It was delectable. Bring bring me to it. What did you have? Uh, one were of those. You out or were you home? No, home, home, home. I had one of those. Um, it was like a little apple tartlet, caramel tartlet. tartlet. Fantastic. Like an individual. Tartlet? Individual. Yes. Fantastic. I got to tell you, I think the word tartlet is grossly underused. Well, that's how they advertise. I don't want to take anything away from them. I don't want to disparage. It's well, not what it I'm a, here for. Was it like a, a store-bought tartlet? Yes, star, was it, store-bought. Was a bakery purchased tartlet? No, this was like your frozen food section thing. I didn't actually like make it from scratch, no, but it was fantastic. You wouldn't know the difference. Really? Oh. May- maybe, mm-hmm. and I don't want to you know, burden you. Sure. Maybe you bring in a tartlet tomorrow that we could we could you know, kind of have. No, because you have to cook it, like put it in an oven. We don't have an oven we, here. We do, RJ, do we have an oven in that kitchen? We have a microwave. Yeah, microwave. No, you can, it's not the same in the do. microwave. Yeah. It won't do it justice. Why? Because it won't. I bet you there's microwavable instructions on the box. Dave, this thing goes in the oven for like 12 minutes. You can't microwave something for four hours and expect it to be the same. <laughs> Dave would throw it in a microwave and just nuke it. Right. <laughs> You want the crispy factor? Like, you're not getting that in the microwave. How about a convection microwave? Does that exist? Well, like an easy bake oven or something like that? I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think, they, I don't think they would allow that to be on this floor, no. Unfortunately, it's not going to have the same appeal, but I cannot recommend it enough. Really? Oh, it was, it was delightful. Delightful. Not too big, not about, too small. How, how about? Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm a thought-provoking guy. Mm-hmm. 
How about if you cook it at home tonight and we reheat it in the office tomorrow? Again, Ray, what am I going to do? Leave it out in the open for like eight hours or whatever? Yeah, I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose. It defeats here. I, the purpose. I think, I, think you, I think you cook it tonight. You you refrigerate it. You wrap it. How about you bring this? It in, we we. How about this? This is what I'm going to do for you. I will buy you the same product, and I will hand deliver. I'm not going to have it by tomorrow, of course, but over the next couple of weeks, I will buy them It'll for never you. It'll Why not? Uh, because I know how things work. Out of sight, out of mind. You'll be done with the show on Friday, and, and there's a pretty good chance we never talk again. <laughs> That'll make my life a lot easier. I can promise you that. Really? Do you look at me as a burden? No, I don't look at you as a burden, but you know what? My word is my bond. I'm going to deliver for you. RJ, how do you feel about this? Do no, you but, feel but, like but, I will get these apple tartlets at some point in the next month? No. RJ, that hurts. That's well, like an arrow well, to the heart. Well, here, here's my here's my question. Yeah. When do you cross paths again? Yeah, but we don't need to cross paths. I could get it mailed to his house. No, we, he could, oh, we, look we at you. Free, we have a freezer at work. He could put put. He say, Dave, they're in the freezer. Grab your apple. No, I could literally get it mailed to his house. Oh, well, this opens up a new avenue then. Yeah. So you were not thinking about home delivery. It's well, like a, this is like a Mel Kuyper situation now. <laughs> yes, it really is. So, I mean, you know, there, there's no burden. There's no nothing. It's called the doorbell rings and it's right at your door. Do they have these on Amazon, these little tartlets? I don't know if they have it on Amazon, but they are on an internet uh, website. Really? Yeah. And you th- you're convinced I would love the tartlet. Now, how about this? And this would be a horrible road to have to go down. Mm-hmm. How about you send the tartlets? I heat up the tartlets, 12 minutes in the oven, the yeah. whole thing. I eat the tartlet. Well, see, that's the problem. Not a huge fan of the tartlet. Then that, that, that's, your, that's your cross to bear, not mine. But may, maybe you're waxing poetic on something that's not as good well, that's, as you're I mean, that could happen. to believe. That could happen. I mean, like the tuna that you thought was delectable last night, like it might not be my cup of tea. And that's fine to each his own. But I, I, I will stand behind these tartlets till the, the last day that I'm on this earth. How about that? Would you make this? Okay. Mm -hmm. Would you be willing to make this offer? Mm -hmm. If I have the tartlet Mm -hmm. and don't enjoy the tartlet, you now have to give me $50. No, because I'm already spending a nice chunk of change to deliver you the tartlets. If you don't like them, if you want to wipe your rear end with them, that's fine. Once I deliver the tartlet, my hands are clean clean of this whole arrangement. And remember, it's not like I lost a bet or anything. I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart because you're a friend. And now you're putting on all these extra things, like 50. I mean, think, guys, he's trying to get an extra $50 out of me. Think about this. What type of what type of evil Jedi mind tricks are these? It's the genius of me. No, it's not the genius, because yeah, it's not going to work with me. Is. It might why, work why, with the commoner, not with me. Why would I not try to benefit as much as I can? Well, I get the, that, the but it's not going to work uh, with me, Charlie. Uh, all right, so you just said something which 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 made me feel good. You mm-hmm. said, I'm trying to, to do something for a friend. Right. What level of friend am I right now? I, I think it's fair to say Don is your best friend at the station. We've right? been we've been down this road before. Well, this I'd is like to no, 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 no. This is like watching the same episode of a show from season two. No, we move on to new new material on no, this show. You know show. what? If I tell you, oh look, I've stumbled upon no, the contest I, I, this from is, Seinfeld tell you, again. A, you want to watch it again? I think you know no. there's a new audience all the time. RJ, would you not like to know where I fall in the power rankings of Gross at the station? I think you're taking a hit right now. Who's taking a hit? Him? Yeah. No, here's how I would describe it, because these were his words once upon a time. Remember, you referred to our relationship as a burgeoning friendship, right? It was burgeoning. We have shot past the burgeoning. Like, there's no more burgeoning anymore because it's established. You can't burgeon something that already is. So where's that? Where's that? So where, where do I rank? Where do you you think you are, Dave? Like top top three? All right. So are we are we going solely on air? Well, that's what I mean. There's so many classifications well, I mean, I, Let me to clarify. Yeah. Uh, RJ, you set the parameters. Are we going solely on air? On air, yes. Okay. Uh, now, Dan does not have a, a 
normal co-host, he does shows solo. So obviously that person does not exist, and he's not going to have that to choose from. He's known Don for a very long time. They have a, a, a very close relationship. I'll say Don to clear. Well, I've known and I've right. I've known him longer than anybody here. Right. Right. So I think uh, understandably so, and I feel no compunction about it. I'm not upset by it. Don number one. By the oh. way, that was a good word. Compunction. That was a good one. That's right. Um, I'm going to say someone sneaks in before me that I'm un- unknowing, and then I'm going to say that I land third on the power rankings. Third. You might be like right there. You might be like two or three. I'm trying to because yeah. again, I because I'm not a neurotic and I don't think about these things constantly. So the fact that you brought it up was easily the first time this topic even floated into my brain. Well, I think you're doing yourself a tremendous disservice by not having this thought. Why thinking about thinking about like who my friends are yeah. or how I no I I treat everybody the same. Like we're all one here. Well, I treat them the same as well. But there's some people I like better than others. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me let me turn the tides on you, Captain. Yeah. Where do I fall in your friend rankings on, uh, uh, here at the station? Top ten, definitely top ten. Well, th- I mean, top ten is insane a lot since I think we only have eight. Oh, you're so we're solely on air. Well, I don't know. I mean, are we? I don't care one way or the other. You uh, you made it about on air when you were asking me. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not higher than anybody that works on this show because you work with them each and every day. Well, absolutely, and you have no, for a number Rick of years. And I are like like blood brothers, right? I mean, uh, so, but if we're only doing on air, we had the whole. Did we have the whole kidney discussion the other day? Right, like donating yeah. a kidney. Yeah, with well, the French kidney. The French kidney. kidney. Right. Yeah. I. De- I mean, I like you better than Anita. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, <laughs> who else? Uh, I mean, Don. I like Don very much. I like Michael. He doesn't like me, but I like him. Peter, mm-hmm. I like Peter. Alan and Bart. Uh, yeah, I never see those guys ever. So I'm going to put you higher than Alan and Bart. Okay. Uh, Larry and Gordon. I never see them either also. I like both of them greatly, but I'm going to put you higher than both of those guys. So basically it's just a need to be seen like a visibility. Well, if I don't have interaction aspect. with you and I have interaction with you, it's, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't text with any of those guys. I mean, Infrequently, Larry and Gordon, but mm-hmm. otherwise, it's you, you know you're at the top of the of the food chain. All right, so, so let me paint a picture for you. Yeah. Okay. Deliver the tartlets. Mm-hmm. You love the tartlets. Love the like tartlets. like you can't get enough for the tartlets. Right. Wife likes them. Kids like them to the point where now you're digging into your own pocket, and the right. tartlets are a part of your routine in the Rothenberg so maybe household. You're like a you're like a tartlet dealer now. I'm you like give I'm, me the first I'm, taste for free, and now all of a sudden I I'm correct. addicted to the tartlet. I'm yes. a benefactor basically. Now anything can happen, but let's say maybe our communication does not say as strong as it currently is. But yet the tartlets are still a very big part of your life. Right. I would think that my status on the relationship level of preference does not take a hit just because of the presence of the tartlets that i introduce that to you like if i set you up with your future wife on your first date like that person is always going to be somebody near and dear to your heart i'll tell you this though i think the tartlet can both buoy and hurt your your rankings on the chart. Tell me why hurt. Well, them. if I eat the tartlet and I'm like, Ugh, this is a, oh. I don't want any part of the tartlet. It's like you set me up on a blind date that goes horrendous. Now, all of a sudden, every, every time I think about a blind date, it's like, remember when Gross has set me up on that thing? Well, think about this. Well, let, let's get to the bottom of something first. Where do you rank in terms of the apple? As like a dessert. I like the apple. De- okay, if you like apple and and, and yeah. the baked apple, <sighs> I I adore. You like a little little caramel kind of. Included in the in the potion. I I mean, 
I would say very faint, but you know it's who there. Doesn't like the caramel. Okay, maybe a little. I'm trying to remember. Maybe a little bit of like kind of sugar on it. No, like, no, I don't like. Sugar. No, not yeah, like of not I like, like sugar. Oh, th- then you know what? We're, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. All right, then, then shouldn't even be not. having the conversation. Then let's not. Then let's go to the calls. Let's shouldn't to, even be having the conversation. Let's go to Matt in Jamesburg and say good morning, Matt. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Morning, guys. How are you? You sound like you just woke up. <laughs> yeah, up, up on my way to work. Well, what, 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 what has he been up since two? I mean, of no, course he, he's, he's probably just woke up. For, he's been on hold for a while. I thought we, I, and you know what? With the prospects to talk to us on a Wednesday morning, Matt, I got to be honest, I thought you'd have a little more juice to you this morning. I apologize. I'm a very quiet guy. It's okay. So go ahead. What do you got? Uh, so just calling in about the Aaron Judge conversation and the injury. Um, being a former athlete and having gone through a bunch of injuries, um, just a different perspective. Sometimes when we go and get things fixed, right, quote-unquote fixed, they're never still actually the same as they were before they were injured. There's always some kind of consistent pain or discomfort, but it doesn't mean the injury is not okay, usable, um, playable, that you're able to do that. That's why when we see athletes doing specific warm-up routines, long, extensive workup uh, warm-up routines before a game, they're, they're doing treatment. They're doing management of whatever happened. That's why their routine looks the way it does, and it's yeah, different yeah, but, from but, somebody but, else. But, Matt, here's what I would say, and thanks for the phone call. Is that I would anticipate when I'm I'm you know wiping the slate clean and starting another season and spring training that I'm going to have 100 percent health for my star players because it's you're only going to wear down as the season goes right. on and I figure February 21 I wouldn't be yeah there's an issue and yeah it's going to be something I have to maintain for the rest of my career but this is like 30 camps around major league baseball now on on, on February 20th 21st like this is the best it's going to get like you well, said right. it's the best it's going to get this is how if you just drop in on every training camp in Florida and Arizona you are going to just hear Endless. Oh, I'm in great shape. I, I had a great off season. I've never felt better. I've never felt yep. better. Everybody says that. It's like teams saying, you know what? Hey, we got a chance. You know, we we think we could be pretty good, and then they go out and they lose a hundred games. You know, but this is when hope springs eternal. So, if the message now before you even play a spring training game is my toe is something that's going to need managing, not just this year, but for the rest of my career, yeah, that would send up some alarms if you ask me. And, and listen, let's be fair. It, we're not sitting here saying definitively that this is going to be an issue for him for the rest of his career. He said it's going to be something that has to be managed. Now, maybe it's a non-issue. Maybe he plays 157 games this year, and maybe he plays a great center field, and maybe he is the Aaron Judge that you remember pre-injury. I think there's a very good chance of that. He didn't say this is going to be a, 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 you know, a major hurdle which is going to keep me down for an extended period of time. But at a minimum, Dan, it's something that has to be taken into account. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And we're not making this up. Guys, again, like if you're just joining the show and you're just putting the radio on or the app or whatever, we're not speculating. This came out of Aaron Judge's mouth. That this is something that he is going to have to... Should we play the cut again, Dave, for people that didn't hear it? I think that'd be nice. Uh, RJ, uh, fire I'll up fire it off. You want me to fire it off? I can yeah, do a yeah, fire can, off. Can you play fire yeah. off the cut? Here's Aaron Judge discussing the toe. Yeah, it's just going to be, a, I think, a constant maintenance, I think, the rest of my career. It's just something, anything with injuries like that, you just got to stay on top of it so it doesn't 
doesn't flare up again or something doesn't happen again. So we're feeling good right now. We're out there. We're moving. We're grooving. So we're going to try to keep it that way. And he's not, he's not talking about his lawn or crabgrass. He's talking about his toe, which is pretty important when it comes to playing baseball and being worth $360 million. Yeah, I, I agree. Anthony in the car. Hi, Anthony. Hopefully you sound not as sleepy as the other gentleman. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Dave. Good morning. Uh, how we doing? I'm, I'm up. Uh, so... I can't believe I'm actually calling in to your show to talk about apple tarts. Uh, you just had me cracking up in the car here. I, I had to weigh in. Uh, they're fantastic. There's See? not a chance that well, you're... How do you, how do, uh, here's the thing. Let's take a step back, guys. Mm-hmm. How do you know you're talking about the same apple tartlet? Because like they're we, one. They're kind of one and of the same in the same. Dis- yeah, they no, are. No, I could have a. I could have a donut from from one store. It could be unbelievable. Donuts are donut more frequent than store, tartlets. It could be Dave. Much less. Donuts are more frequent. They're way yeah, more common. And, and, and you know, you you also describe perfectly. They're in the frozen frozen aisle near the ice cream. All of that. Mm-hmm. My my wife got them from Trader Joe's, and they're just phenomenal. Phenomenal. And the second thing about it. They are microwavable, and the secret is you got to do two scoops of vanilla ice cream, and you will thank me. See, I do it without the ice cream, and they're still the best thing that's on this planet. Yeah, but here's the thing. Thanks to the call, Anthony. He just gave – he brought us right behind the curtain. He said they are microwavable. Well, those are, but not – I don't know if the ones that I, – I, I never put them in the microwave. And so I'll tell maybe you, not every tartlet is the same. Maybe it's not the same, but I will say this. We've tried it with the so-called – if you want to say it's like a glorified toaster oven, like one of those, the conventional oven, and it's not as good when, as opposed to putting it in the real oven. Really? Yes. What what would be the difference between it doesn't cook as well in the middle? It doesn't cook as well in the middle. So then when you like get to the middle where like the filling is kind of, it's Uh somewhat lukewarm, should I say? Yeah, you don't don't want. want, Who wants to take a bite and then like it's 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 warm on the outside? Then you get to the middle and then it's kind of just like a little chilled. You don't want that. No, I I agree. Uh, Anita Marks will be live from the park at UBS Arena uh, this Saturday, February the twenty fourth, starting at noon. Before the Islanders matinee matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning, we're giving away, listen to this, Yeah, four pairs of lower bowl tickets plus one pair of premium club seats at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Here's what you do. You can't win, but everyone else out there. Scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Join the New York Islanders for every thrilling matchup in March. Take advantage of very special ticket pricing for upcoming home games at UBS Arena and be there for all the exciting action on the ice. Get your tickets today at NewYorkIslanders.com slash March. All right, we'll get back to the Aaron Judge story later. We go to football here. Stump Rothenberg, 745. It's DNR Grassa in for Rick on 98.7 ESPN. All right, people, listen up. I have a word from True Green. Are you ready to elevate your lawn game without breaking the bank? True Green has been the trusted choice for over 2 million homeowners for over 55 years. Now, visit TrueGreen.com today and discover the easiest and most affordable way to achieve a pro-level lawn and that's completely guaranteed. Plus, enjoy True Green's verified price matching, ensuring you get the best lawn for the best price. Visit TrueGreen.com and transform your lawn effortlessly. That's TrueGreen.com. Your dream lawn is just around the corner. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.